Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, today, Michelle is out because she is working super, super hard on uh, WordFest, which begins later on today. So if you're listening to this on March 3rd or 4th, uh, please check out the WordFest event and support Michelle and all that she's doing. Um, but the silver lining of Michelle not being here is I get to chat with Aruba, who is an awesome person and a good friend of mine. We met um, doing a workshop together for WordCamp US in 2019. Um, and I've just been following all the cool stuff that she's been doing ever since. Uh, Aruba, do you want to say hi and introduce yourself before we get started in our conversation today? Yeah. Hi, everyone. And also ditto, by the way. Allie's always doing really cool things too, like this podcast. Uh, I'm Aruba, and I'm a web developer in the WordPress space. Recently, also a plugin developer. And uh, really excited to be here. Yeah, Aruba's been dropping some dank plugins recently. It's so exciting to see because uh, we don't I I don't see a whole ton of brown women in like the plugin space or the product space in general. Um, so it's just been really cool to see you dropping all of these projects. And uh, I love how generous you are with like your process of how you create things and how you brainstorm things and your yeah. ability to like bring other people into the process via Twitter. So if you don't follow Aruba on Twitter, you definitely should. Aruba, what's your Twitter handle? Can you drop that real quick? Yeah, that's just at A-U-R-O-O-B-A. It's the advantage of having a ridiculously unique name yeah. and being first everywhere before mm-hmm. all the other few Arubas that are out there in the world. I have my cool. handle everywhere. Yeah, like it would be, I can't even imagine just having Ali as my Twitter <laughs> username. Somebody already, oh, actually the person who has that looks like a cool person. I just looked her up. I should follow her. Anyway. <laughs> it is such a um, flex, uh, but yeah. it's also very convenient, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to the point about the brown woman, you know, it's interesting because I think that I never really noticed the lack of brown women in the plugin space mm-hmm. until I entered it myself. Mm. And when I entered, it, I was like, okay, cool. I want to talk to other, you know, women or brown women, you know, people of color in the plugin space. And mm-hmm. that's not to say that they are, they don't exist. They do. Mm-hmm. I definitely see a lot of brown men in the plugin space, mm-hmm. like from, Asia and that kind of thing but I find it a little harder to find non-men in this yeah, space <laughs> for sure it's a weird it's a weird thing and it's it's not just a plug-in space thing it's not even just a wordpress thing right it's yeah. it's a universal thing so I'm really happy to see all the stuff that you're doing um I'm behind on I definitely told you I would like play with a couple of things you were doing and give feedback and I'm definitely behind on that but it is on my list I promise um but yeah, today You're doing all um, these crazy things too. So, I mean, makes <laughs> yeah, sense. I'm a little bit busy, but I have time for you. Um, you had a really good topic idea for today, so I'll let you kind of introduce it, and then we'll we'll dive in with how how we feel. Okay, so I've been thinking a lot about, and I've been having a lot of conversations with a bunch of people around how we can be true to ourselves and advocate for the things that we want to advocate for, and not quote unquote, get hated out of the community at the same Mm -hmm. time. And I think that that is a hard, sometimes a hard balance to strike 
Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe especially if you're an underrepresented person or trying to be an ally but uh, I think that you know with the plug-in work and everything that I've been doing I find myself thinking about this a lot more because I now certainly seem to be getting a little bit more attention and while that's great and cool and I'm super grateful it also means that I have to think a little bit more about what I say publicly because I don't want to be fake and I want to be strong in my views and talk about the things that I care about that are not necessarily always just WordPress things, but I also don't want to do it in such a way that it makes me, mm, I don't know what the, what the word is here, but not impactful anymore, you know, uh, not someone that now, you know, can be ignored because, oh, this person's always just being whatever, you know, uh, right. and I think that when you are underrepresented or you come from, you are in a space where you're underrepresented, I think that is even harder to do because you are impacted in ways that other people with more privilege don't see. And so they might not really understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Yeah. You know? And it, it takes a lot of emotional labor to try to explain to people why you feel this way, right? Which I think that in a certain percentage of times it is useful. Like I've had really good conversations with WordPress allies um, explaining to them why I feel certain ways or why certain things are wrong or whatever. Um, and when people are like already receptive to that kind of conversation and they're willing to learn and understand, I think that's mm -hmm. really useful. I think once you encounter somebody who's not really trying to understand, but more so like trying to prove a point, then you, yeah. that's, that's when things kind of go wrong. Um, yeah, it, it can be tough for people on both sides, like you said, underrepresented and allies to strike that balance of, am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? Um, am I doing it in the right way? Am I doing it in the right way? Makes sense. Right? Mm -hmm. In a way that be. I don't put my foot in my mouth accidentally mm -hmm. and cause more harm than good. Exactly. It's, it's a scary thing, especially because this, this is not um, like a lot of people are not, not in this community, like by choice, right? We work here. We, we work with each other. We are colleagues right. in some way, shape or form, yeah. whether we work at the same company or not. So there's that very real risk of like, you know, getting like, uh, what do you call it? Like blacklisted. Right. Mm, like have it totally. go around that, that you're X, Y, Z, and then people don't want to work with you or whatever. Um, because as much as we like to all pretend we're grownups, this community can be <laughs> a little high school sometimes. Um, and we all kind of care about our values and we want to mm -hmm. work with people who have either similar values or values that complement us. Right. Because who mm -hmm. we associate with says a lot about us professionally, yeah. especially. So you want to be, amicable mm -hmm. but uh, still be strong in your views and that means that you there's a certain level of you know you need to be comfortable like this person does not share your values and now they may not want to work with you and if you're strong in your values and you're vocal that's sort of uh, a side effect mm -hmm. and you have to learn to be comfortable with that and I think that can also be an adjustment mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a weird complicated and I've spoken with a few people recently who've like reached out to me and said, I understand the need for 
you know, diversity advocacy in, in one way or another. I, I understand that that's important. I care about that, but I don't know how to do it or I'm afraid to do it. Um, and I think I personally might not be the greatest person to talk to because I've just kind of resigned myself to the fact of like, I'm going to be loud and obnoxious about it. And the people who don't like that can whatever. Um, and I think that if you are an introverted person, right? Like, Hi. yeah, like speaking <laughs> up, that's, that's not something introverts really enjoy doing, right? Drawing attention to themselves and so on and so forth. And it makes me think of this blog post that Ben Meredith um, published actually in 2019. Mm-hmm. And he's shared it a handful of times over the past couple of years. And it's, it starts, the sentence it starts with is, if you're not freaking out over this, you're likely just tired or perhaps you're learning to respond in more helpful ways. And it's kind of this dissertation of like, don't um, don't judge my degree of advocacy, right? Like if I'm not right. yelling and screaming and kicking my feet about a certain issue, it doesn't mean that I don't care. That's right. And I think yeah. it's a really, I'll include it in our, in our show notes. I think it's a very wise piece of writing Um, Mm -hmm. and I've met a lot of people who are quiet advocates who just do things and don't talk about it. Yeah. And there's a lot of value in that too. I think that's especially important right now in the current climate and the global climate. If you're Mm -hmm. listening later, like the whole Ukraine, Russia thing is going on right now. And for me personally, you know, I really feel for the Ukrainians and I think it's really rough what they're going through. And at the same time, this environment and the situation is highlighting that there is so much racism in how we perceive different kinds of refugees mm-hmm. and whose country it's okay to invade in their, their whose home it is okay to invade and whose home it is not okay to invade mm-hmm. based on the color of their skin and, and who can cross and, what borders under what circumstances and yeah, and it's it's just all really painful and really traumatic for people in very in a lot of different ways and you don't have to speak up about it in order to care and to be doing something about it right like advocacy is not just about being vocal advocacy has many different aspects to it being Mm -hmm. vocal is one aspect Mm -hmm. sometimes I think people forget about that Mm -hmm. yeah and it's, it can be scary to feel like, well, I, I care and I want to be an advocate, but I don't really, I don't fully understand. Right. And so like for me with yeah. this Ukraine thing, I don't think I've posted anything about it. I've retweeted and shared what other people have shared if they've shared resources or experiences or things like that. But no matter how much I might read or watch the news, I don't, I can never understand what's what people are feeling and experiencing yeah. and going through. And so I, I kind of feel, and this isn't, this is not a, a criticism of anybody who is posting anything. I don't feel like I have a right to like throw my two cents and like, oh, what the hell do I know? Right. I'm, I'm a privileged person in this very protected cushy country right now, at least by comparison. Um, and so I've, my advocacy is like, donating to organizations and trying to highlight other people's voices and share things. Right. Um, Whereas that's a really important point, right? I think, yeah, it's, it's what I feel comfortable doing. It's, and it's, it, it doesn't feel like I'm crossing any sort of lines. 
there's other advocacy that that I feel a lot more like more connected to that I can speak about. And that's where I'm super loud. But like, I think there's a lot of um, benefit in just not talking about things you don't understand, right? But you can still advocate for those things. Hi, everyone. Allie here to interrupt. As we approach our 50th episode, we want to hear from you. Have you learned something that has helped you through listening to this podcast? Have you used our tool and found it helpful for your projects? We really want to know. Please go to underrepresentedintech.com 50 and leave us a quick voice memo telling us what you've learned or accomplished. Your voice memo might be featured in our 50th episode. Thank you. Back to the episode. And there's something to be said about amplification rather than putting the attention on yourself, right? If there's something you don't know as much about or you can't directly experience, the best way to advocate it is to find the people who do have the experience and the knowledge to talk about it and amplify them. That is a really, really strong form of allyship Mm -hmm. and advocacy. And I think that a lot of people can forget that that is something you could do. I've been doing the same thing. I've been retweeting. I've been retweeting from all sorts of different places because obviously I'm not there. It's not happening to me personally. I'm not connected directly to anyone it's happening to, but I feel for them and I want to be able to amplify and share what's happening, right? So that it does get to more of the circle and uh, it's a good thing. But yeah, Mm -hmm. amplification I think is really, really important here. Yeah, for sure. Even just like, Like I I think about we're both members of a Slack group called WordPress Women of Color. And it's one of my favorite places on the internet because we just make each other laugh and, you know, commiserate on things that we feel frustrated about. And I feel like there are a lot of people in that group who have chosen not to be super vocal advocates about certain things. They kind of just do what they do and go about their business, not really on Twitter. But Mm -hmm. I feel supported by them because that's a place where I can go and post something and just get a heart emoji or, you know, get someone saying that's so messed up that I'm sorry you had to go through that. That is advocacy for me. Right. And it's, it's so small. It's so, it's so simple. It's not very vocal, but that's, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking, I don't exactly, it's not public. Like if you're listening and you're thinking, I don't want to do a lot of public stuff. I don't want to be loud. I don't draw attention to myself like just reaching out to somebody on a one-on-one basis and being like, man, I'm really sorry. Or, you know, let me, do you want to talk about like those little things add up over time and, and are very, very useful and appreciated. Um, Loud diversity is helpful too. Yes. That's, that's a lot of times how change comes about is if people make enough noise, things, people take notice and things happen. Um, I like to but think of it holistically, right? Thing. Yeah. We need people who are loud and we need the one-on-ones and we need the people who find a way in the system and affect change there. And when it's happening from all these different avenues, well, the change change is bound to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm an optimist, but you know, I, I like <laughs> to think. <laughs> uh, depends on the day, whether or not I'm an optimist or a pessimist. <laughs> Bounce That's back fair. and forth. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a process, right? Like we're never going to fully solve all of these problems, at least not in our lifetime. Um, no, definitely not. But the little things, the little things that the quiet advocates can do help the louder advocates. And it's this kind of 
can and be kind of versa. like a yeah kind of a cyclical thing right mm-hmm. yeah no 100 i mean there are times when it's i am loud and i'm passionate and ranting and oh my god and pointing the fingers and then there's mm-hmm. times when i'm that person like you said who is going to dm a person and be like hey i'm here if you need to talk or you know if you need the support i'm here and sometimes that's the thing that that person needs and you know oftentimes it'll happen that there's a lot of people doing that so maybe that person that i reached out to doesn't actually need my specific support but i know that them knowing that that's there is so important because we all want to feel like we're part of a village, right? Where we're connected and supported by a bunch of people that have our backs mm-hmm. if something goes wrong or something is happening. And yeah. maybe one of the better things that came out of social media. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. I mean, and that's that's why I defend this community so much, even when things yeah. are kind of kind of crappy, because I have gotten those messages from you and other people. And it really reaffirms that the the good things are worth going through the bad things to preserve. Fighting for. Yeah, yeah right? So noble, right? I feel like Mulan or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, hair flying behind you and a cape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like I've, I've spoken to and heard people, you know, recently, but also prior to recently, Um, who get very discouraged about this community because people can be mean and people can be judgy and, you know, whatever unpleasant things happen. Um, And so they just kind of say, well, that's not, that's not an environment that I want to be in. And, you know, the quiet advocates are the ones that make me stick it out. Totally. I think that the community, especially the WordPress community, you know, the WordPress as an industry is ginormous. It's huge. Mm-hmm. But WordPress as a community, the global aspect is, I think until recently has felt a little bit smaller, a little bit tighter, mm-hmm. and it's growing. Right? And when you get a community that grows to a certain size and keeps growing, that's when, you know, there's going to be mean people and there's going to be jerks. There's going to be good people. And um the balance is not heavily tipped towards the nice people. It's sort of more diverse than that. Mm-hmm. And that can be, I think that can be hard if you're an OG in this community and uh, are used to just people all being of the same kind of vibe. And I think that it's important to remember that those people still exist and nice people, uh, new nice people also exist just mm-hmm. because uh, you had a interaction, maybe multiple interactions with sucky people. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the that's the time to say, okay, I have found myself in a neighborhood of this community that I do not want to be in. Let mm-hmm. me go find a different neighborhood because yeah. other neighborhoods now exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really wise. It's it's a much bigger neighborhood than we than we give it credit for. There's all of these pockets and corners and exactly. you know things like that where you can find find that camaraderie and find that welcoming. I spoke with somebody recently who shared with me that they had tried to um, contribute on a particular team and Mm. um, were embarrassed. Like somebody intentionally probably, they probably meant to be joking, but they made them feel embarrassed by something, right. They they kind of humiliated them in front of the rest of the people in the group. And this Mm. person wrote to me and was like, I don't want to contribute any, like I'm, I don't want to do this anymore 
but I, right. I don't know if I'm overreacting. And I was like, your feelings are entirely valid. If you don't want to do it anymore, you don't have to do, you don't have to, right. Mm-hmm. You might want to communicate what happened with the leader of that group, the, the team lead, um, definitely. because that definitely sounds like an outlier situation rather than the norm. And like the only way we can make our communities better is by checking that kind of behavior. Right. So like you don't have to then like try to humiliate that person back or like make a big stink about how how mean that person was to you. But just a simple message of, hey, I felt really unwelcome by that. Uh, Maybe we can evaluate how that how that that won't happen again to other people. Right. Like that's that's a quiet, chill way of making yourself feel better. Right. Like at least you did something, even if nothing comes out of it, at least you tried. And if something does come out of it you've now maybe prevented someone else from feeling bad the way that you felt bad, right? Totally. And I think it's really important, not just for that reason, but also sometimes there are chronic offenders Mm -hmm. who haven't been checked. Mm -hmm. And if you let someone know who can do something about it, then, you know, this is on their radar. And then they can either have a conversation with that person and, see if they can improve their behavior because you know it may have just been unintentional or it could have been intentional we don't know um as the person that felt that way it's not your responsibility to talk to them um and you know do that because you came in this community and there's moderators here and people Mm -hmm. whose job it is kind of in the community to take care and take note and so then they can do something about it but Mm -hmm. only if we tell the people (laughs) if we talk about it even if it's not right there in public exactly yeah it's all it's all important stuff to think about like I think we to a degree I think that we all kind of have a little bit of responsibility to act as community managers sometimes and say like okay oh yeah if I'm gonna invest if I'm gonna invest in this community and if I'm gonna expect positive things back like benefits for myself from this community which we do we have to take the time sometimes to say like, how, then how, how can I solve a problem? Right. Like instead of just walking away and being like, well, this isn't my problem. Somebody else needs to deal with this. Sometimes it's useful to, to, you know, if you see something, say something. Yeah. It can be part of that solution. And, and if the solution doesn't come about, you can say that you tried, right. You can at least say that you tried. And, you know, in WordPress, especially we, we talk a lot about transparency here. And I think there's a lot of lot of value in doing things in public but Mm -hmm. being transparent doesn't mean everything happens in public it means that the the results and the actions are taken in public so Mm -hmm. if you are feeling that you're not able to talk about something or call someone out or check something in public you can still talk to someone in private and then the result of that will be someone else will talk about it transparently without mm-hmm. implicating you necessarily because we yeah. want to protect each other so just because we want to be transparent doesn't mean that it has to be right away public so I think mm-hmm. that's really important to remember yeah. just you keeping know. those lines of communication open open mm-hmm. you know like I I I'm I'm I try not to be a gossip right <laughs> but I do think that it's important to communicate with people and let people know um, what's going on and, and how, yeah, shared history, you know, there, there are people, we won't name names. They've named themselves, 
Um, but there, there are people in this community that I actively don't support and I will DM other community members and say, Hey, I see you shared something that this person did. Here's my, why you might want to reconsider being a supportive person of this person, right? You can do whatever you want. I want to make sure you have the information to know who you're supporting. Right. Like, I think that that kind of stuff is valuable. And I want to, I always am open to hearing that from other people. Um, because it empowers us to make informed decisions. Absolutely. Um, the more we share, you know, uh, the better it is for everyone really. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So we are kind of at time. So we'll wrap up a little bit. Do you have anything that you want to direct people to anything that you're working on that you'd love to get some eyes on, uh, anything like that? I think, uh, probably my biggest call to action right now is, Hey, if you have opinions about where WordPress is going, contribute and make your voice heard, uh, either in the make WordPress Slack or in GitHub in the Gutenberg repository. Uh, I am trying my best to listen to everyone and, uh, try to affect change that we all like. And so mm-hmm. if you don't feel comfortable doing that, please DM me on Twitter and I'd love to have a conversation as well. Uh, I think that we can make something great here, but only if we all collaborate and talk about it. So find me on Twitter. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Yay. And again, that's on Twitter. It's A-U-R-O-O-B-A. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on the podcast, Ruba. I've been saying I I want you on for a super long time and it's never been a good time and I'm glad it's a good time. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm stoked. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. We will see you all next week. Goodbye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. NinjaForms. NinjaForms is WordPress form building simplified. Build beautiful, user-friendly forms that will make you feel like a professional web developer. No code required. HumanMade. Human-made supercharges WordPress to empower brands to deliver innovative digital experiences. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.